0: They say, what's your show about? I say nothing. There you go. I think you may have something here. Welcome to the Edge of Town Foolery, season three.
1: I declare bankruptcy! Don't,
0: don't you want me, baby?
2: Yeah, baby! <laughs> yeah.
1: I declare open the Olympic Games of 1976. ...celebrating the 21st Olympiad of the modern era. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. We have a trade to
3: announce. I think you're going to want to hear this.
0: You know, the rapidly rising... uh, um, uh in with uh with uh i don't know uh, speaking uh moistly on them
1: and the for 2022 stanley Cup champions left side swanson to first Habans are world champions
0: What is happening, people? My name is Bruce Mackey, and this is a special Thanksgiving edition of The Edge of Tomfoolery. Here at The Edge of Tomfoolery, we don't talk about COVID anymore. It's a thing of the past. It's like it never happened. And uh, the person who discovered COVID, actually, when it did come out, We thought it was Tony Fauci, but it's actually Bob Morris. Bob, how are you? I'm
4: doing great. You know, I found the the cure for that. Did you? Pumpkin spice.
0: Hey, there There you go. But don't use the pumpkin spice toilet paper because that is Mm -hmm. lethal. Oh, yeah. And the man uh, who is pumpkin spice everything, his name is Stephen Jonathan. Stevie, how are you?
5: I am doing excellent, Bruce. How are you?
0: Oh, you know what? I'm fine. You know, I I had a little. Are we allowed to say you you had a little touch of the flu? Can we sure. say that again? I said I had that. And, and what did you say? I said you had the COVID, but, you know, <laughs> apparently we're not talking about it anymore. No, it's gone. It's done. Okay, it's Thank off. The, the, the mandates are finished. But, Baba, you pass the point when you cough, when you, when you have to sneeze or cough or something? Do you do, you do a double take around? Like, who's watching me?
4: Uh, kind of. Yeah, you take a look. Yeah. I just sneeze right on them. Right on them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. just, It'd be like poof, right Attaboy. on. Them. Um
0: uh we're talking we're talking sports. We'll we'll start the episode off with some sports talk. In Belleville on uh on the 30th of September, Bob, you were there. Mm-hmm. An NHL game, the second ever NHL game in Belleville. The first one, do you remember who played?
4: Uh, Ovechkin.
0: Ovechkin, yeah, the Washington Capitals. And the Winnipeg Jets.
4: Oh, was it I couldn't yep. remember who they played. Yeah,
0: so it was the Washington, Winnipeg, and that was a part of Kraft Hockeyville. I felt kinda bad back then because we didn't really win it. Like we, we got like Sterling to do all the they did all the grunt work they did and it's the heavy like, lifting. They yeah. did all the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, Okay, we'll just we'll go to that game. Thank you. And yeah. at least you gotta give them credit. Winnipeg and Washington brought some decent players. Mm-hmm. On Friday night, mm-hmm. I know where Toronto <laughs> Toronto shows up. I I went on Cat Friendly. I was bored. Okay, I went on Cat Friendly. Their lineup, the most recognizable name was Wayne Simmons. Simmons yeah. The highest paid player was uh, the defenseman there, uh, number three, and oh. not Dion Phaneuf. All. Hall, that's right. Although Dion Phaneuf's bought out contract is probably it was probably still there somewhere. Like somewhere, I, I don't yeah. know. It could have been on both teams. To be truthful, I think Toronto and Ottawa are still paying for some of him. Um, so twelve million. Toronto showed up at twelve million. It was basically the St. John's whatever they call themselves now and the Toronto Marlies. There was I think maybe five six NHLers there. That's it, and they still beat the Ottawa Senators. Ottawa showed up with $47 million in payroll. They had Thomas Shabbat. They had Brady Kachuk. They had uh, Timmy Stuchel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had uh, some ex-Belleville Senators mm-hmm. in uh, Josh Batherson and Norris. Uh, it, was, it was good. So we were at an NHL game in our friendly confines, and Toronto ended up winning. It was, nice. it was pretty frustrating. Um, but, uh, yeah. So what, what did you think of the game, though?
4: that oh, it was a night out, Bruce. It was it was hockey. It was interesting. Um Yeah.
0: Is that all you're gonna say about Pretty that? Pretty much. That's all I have to say is that, about is that. Is that is that all I have to say about that? Well my friend, Ben Sexton, who's the assistant coach. Uh oh. Is it crackling? He was the assistant coach for the Babel Centers. It's really crackly. I might have to call back. Ben Sexton, it's Bruce, Bob, and Steve. You were on the edge of tomfoolery. How are you? Good. How
2: you guys doing
0: today? We're good. You know what? We got We got a crackle on here. I'm going to call you right back because it it sounds pretty crackly. Okay. Are are you like in Are you in Hull right. right now, or are you in uh, Gatineau? I'm at the rink. Oh, you're at the rink. Okay, oh, okay. I'll call you right back. Let's try this take two. Okay. Ben Sexton, who is the assistant coach with the Belleville Senators, was behind the bench last night for the Ottawa Senators versus Montreal Canadiens, making his NHL debut on the wow. bench. Nice. So we're going to talk to Ben. We're going to hear what chatter goes on behind the bench. Oh, this! That look at bad. this. It's way better. This is a way better. Hello? Hey, that that is, like, really clear, Ben. We can hear you now. How are you? Go. Good day. How are you doing? We're doing good. Now, we understand you were behind the bench between Ottawa and Montreal last night, and and... Tell us about that experience.
2: It was, I mean, it was awesome. Uh, very appreciative of the opportunity. Uh, can't say enough good things about DJ Smith and, and his staff and um, everything that they do uh, for that organization, you know. Uh, oh, was I it tr- DJ's <laughs> really Sorry,
0: well, I was going to say, was it true that you started trash-talking Marty St. Louis partway through?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that. That is, that is not correct. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're just trying to be sure. So, on the bench, like, and and, and were you, um, you know, what was something that you, you thought, oh, that, that's a different experience? Did you notice any of the crowd? You know, I think there was 15,000 people there. Did you notice the people there, or was it the same as if you were in Belleville?
2: Yeah, to me, it was, it was a similar experience. I don't think you noticed the crowd, and, uh, the noise level, Uh, But at the end of the day, it's it's the same game. Uh, It's similar systems, obviously. It's not a true uh, NHL game, just with an exhibition game. Most or both teams kind of having a mixed lineup between uh, veteran NHL guys and and American League guys. So um, I thought it was a good game overall. I thought uh, we played, outplayed them from start to finish, to be honest with you. Obviously, we deserved um, the result that we got.
0: Alex DeBrinkat, I mean, that, that, that boy will score from anywhere. And uh, he, for every three shots, he takes some, like, they're going to go in. They're just going to go in. Uh, had you seen him play before in person?
2: I never have. And obviously you get a uh, very good appreciation for uh, the skill sets that uh, those elite players have uh, when you're ice level with them. It, it, it takes it to a whole nother level from watching them on TV. Yeah,
0: well, a, a great experience for you, Ben. You you made your NHL debut. You you played. How many games did you play in the NHL? Did you play a couple.
2: Yeah, just a whopping two.
0: A whopping two, and we're and 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 uh, I remember when you played, and it your family was there. Now, when you're behind the bench, did you have any family in in uh, Ottawa last night?
2: Uh, no, I did not have anyone at the game, unfortunately, but. Uh... It was. It was a were they experience. were they watching From it home. on
0: TV or were they were they uh, PVRing it at least or?
2: Um, my wife did. Okay. And, uh, my brother did. Oh, good. I, um, yeah,
0: and and you know a lot of people might not the name Sexton if if they think about it and the Ottawa Senators, uh, you were born in Canada and and your dad was involved right when the expansion uh, Senators came into the league. So you've got a soft spot in your heart for the senator organization.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I've been a senator fan um, since as long as I can remember, and um, I'm very fortunate to, to be back involved again yeah, yeah. on the other side, uh, not as a player, but on the coaching side. And uh, very fortunate to, to be a part of this this awesome organization.
0: That's cool. Well, I know I know. There's like you know. I would want to coach against someone like John Tortorella, or who was the Calgary Flames coach when they got in the fight down the hallway? Uh, Stevie, remember that?
5: Oh, that could be. Any, it could be any one of the brothers. I don't know who it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, who was it? There was. I think Torts got in a fight with someone going down when he was with Vancouver oh, and Calgary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hart. Was it Hartley?
5: Could have been, yeah. Oh yeah, it was mom Hartley. Oh, you yeah. see, you know. I mean, that's
0: this is what we dream of now. Now we're into the coaching. We know if 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 it got down to it, and Marty Saint Louis started like going at DJ Smith. I mean, no no one's going to yell at DJ Smith. He can handle himself. But would you jump in there, Ben?
2: I would do anything for my staff and my organization. Uh, but I know DJ can handle
0: himself. So. <laughs> that's right. Listen, we're going to have a good uh, year. I was on the right track sure oh yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, right. exactly DJ yeah. and Marty say Louis. I think it's a little lopsided there for sure <laughs> yeah oh uh, well listen congratulations we were happy to see uh, uh, the you know take that next step and just the opportunity and uh, big things in, in store for Belleville this year I think we're gonna have a good team and uh, when does camp start for the uh, Belleville Senators
2: well we started tonight we got an orientation meeting uh, just kind of go over on the week was gonna run and or- the standards and expectations um, for our group moving forward. So uh, we'll hit the ice tomorrow morning, uh, first thing in the morning, and get back to work.
0: Well, that's awesome. Well, listen, thanks for taking our call, Ben, and all the best to you, my friend.
2: Yeah, thanks a lot. Okay, Take see care. ya Take
0: care. Ben Sexton, Randy Sexton, who was the original GM of the uh, Ottawa Senators. So, yeah, um, yeah. Benny. Mm-hmm. I love Benny. Mm-hmm. You think? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's all talk, but you, like it, Tortorella. If Tortorella said something to, would you go at Tortorella, Steve?
5: I'm a pacifist, Bruce, so I, I mean, I would let him hit me in the head a couple times. I don't know that I would, I don't know that I would. <laughs> if my, my uncle Jack I already referenced my family lineage of a whole bunch of, you know, just stay away from places. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my, my kids, my son plays a YouTube video. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, he loves is John Tortorella. Don't push me. And, <laughs> okay. uh, it's a it's a remake, uh, Tortorella. Don't. There we go. Don't push <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, let me see if we can. John Tortorella. Here we go. Oh, wrong one. There it is. John Tortorella has gone over the flames. Outside their room. He's got to calm down. Got to calm down. Got
5: to calm down. I love that song. Fights.
0: Say whatever you want.
5: We got to get rid of stuff in our game.
3: Don't push
0: me. Don't push me. (laughs) You need to bookmark it.
5: I have to protect my team. Don't push me.
0: Don't push me, John Tortorella. There we go. I. You know what? We have not. I think we have been far too cordial in the NHL ranks. I. You know what? The like the coaching staff, the American Hockey. We we've gotten far too. We have. We're on the same sides now. The benches are on the same sides. They need to have a good old fashioned brouhaha, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm just, I'm calling for so the Cold War to be over or to start again or something. We need to get back to the the old fashioned just pump them. <laughs>
5: what did we What did we call it, Bobby? A Donny Brook? Is that what it was
0: called? <laughs> yeah. That was it? Donnie The yeah. old fashioned Donny Brook. Um, I remember. I remember at one point, the Belleville Bulls, way back in the 80s, there was a, there was a guy by the name of Rick, was it Rick Cornakia? Yes. He, was he the coach of the Oshawa Generals?
4: Them and Kingston for a while, yeah. Yeah,
0: and so I remember at one point, <laughs> you'd come out, and usually it was customary for the visiting team to come out and go on the ice first, and then the home team would come out. Well, they were there. And there was a stalemate, and they both decided uh, uh, I'm making the other one come out. So he was there waiting for Balville to come out. Balville was waiting for Oshawa to come out, and they they would not. And the ref was on the ice, kept pointing at them to get on the ice, and they were like, "Not wow. a chance." Those were, those were I love mm-hmm. like oh yeah that adds flavor to the game, right? Mm-hmm. The other one that that r- rings in my head is. uh a one Earl Lancaster comment <laughs> and it was 51 seconds left and Belleville is beating the uh, dirty schwa by three and the, the genius Rick Cornacchia, mm-hmm. he calls a Time timeout out. with 51 seconds left or less. Uh, I think. And, and what was, what was the yell from Mr. Uh, Lancaster?
4: I uh, could have been anything.
0: Did, did you remember it all? I, I remember is it, something about you're never going to sco- <laughs> you're never going <laughs> to score three goals in forty seconds. You meathead, your steel head's cold. <laughs> is your
4: steel plate cold? <laughs> oh,
0: wow. see, we need character in the game. That's what True. we. Um, speaking of Chris Lancaster, we could write a book about some oh. of the the, the <laughs> sayings he's had in the years. The, Feature length movie. I remember there was a bus uh came down from London Knights so the the Bell, the London Knights booster club came down and he goes hey you idiots he said uh uh you got nothing better he said i i'm what did he say he said something about i've got nothing better to do um on a fr- on a saturday night than come to a game but I, he said something about he made fun of them about they had nothing better to do than come and i'm like you're at a game on saturday night here chris yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so don't give them too hard of a time mm-hmm. but yeah good memories um the battle of alberta did anything happen in the playoffs that reignited it or are we back to a ah it's a hug fest again
5: uh i like after two games, I would have said it's back on again. Then we just got completely steamer. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, game one, we we I, it was like they were awesome. Those first two games were like, you know, twenty goal game. Like, it was crazy. But then we just sort of rolled over after we lost game two at home, I think, and then lost both up there. It wasn't it wasn't the battle of Alberta we all thought we were going to get. We thought we were going to get a like a seven game bat- battle, and we didn't. So
0: yeah. But you know, I mean now the battle of Alberta is between the two sexiest coaches in the right. NHL. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. who actually voted if okay, the voting number one and two was Edmonton and Calgary. And I'm like yeah. Mr. Sutter, I'm like, come on, I, I'm I'm not saying and then yeah, that, uh. and they, the, the worst the worst looking coach in the NHL was Pierre Laviolette.
5: Oh no! Yeah, and
0: I'm like, I don't know about that. Yeah. And Bruce Boudreau came in at Bruce Boudreau came in at 16. How would you like? And Marty St. Louis is below Bruce Boudreau. Wow. Yeah,
5: that's that's like when they let the people in England name a boat, and they named it Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> like that's, that's like when, you, 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 when you run polls now. You get what you get. Like yeah, I are, know. They're not taking them serious.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we speaking of hockey. We had Chuck-A-Puck at the hockey game the other night, and my son actually won the was one of the top three prize winners in Chuck-A-Puck. Have you oh. ever been to Chuck-A-Puck before? They give you all these rubber pucks, and you buy them as fundraisers. Bob, you've seen them, eh? Oh, yeah. It looks it's just, like uh,
4: fleas out on the ice. Oh, they
0: just throw it all on the ice. And so he got his, and it landed right on the center dot, right at nice. center ice. And we were all like excited, and then all of a sudden, someone threw another puck, and it knocked him out. <laughs>
5: Oh, it's no. like, no, hey, buddy. <laughs> there's there's the E room. man. How are you? Always <laughs> <laughs> happy to appear.
0: Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. How yeah. are you, buddy? I like
5: iPad. Yeah, I was looking for an iPad. I an iPad, <laughs> oh, yeah. so. Where's the Can you ask your mom? I got to show uh. you. <laughs> <laughs> I <keep> science. <laughs>
0: You can't find mom. That's that's. Mom or the hair. iPad. She's
5: about five seven. <laughs> you know, no. back to you. Okay. Uh, He'll figure it out. He appreciates <laughs> your humor. Uh, yeah, we, we yeah.
0: all do, Stevie. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, uh, to get a little serious here, I, I want. You yeah. can't see his face. Uh, well, I don't know if I want to get to the serious part oh, just yet. Yeah. yeah, I might wait. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I know what we'll do. I'll play um I'm going to I'm going to put you down, Stevie, here for a second. Uh there was a guy There's a new activist. It's the new uh Greta Thunberg. I don't know if you've heard this. So her name is Izzy Cook. Have you heard of Izzy Cook, Bob? You know who yeah. Greta is. She's the uh she's the, you know, the activist and um I'm going to put it on here. So climate change activists. And so there's a new one out called Izzy Cook. Okay. And Izzy was just on a radio talk show, not the Edge of Tomfoolery. Um, so let me just put this out here. So uh, this is her doing a radio call-in and talking about climate change. And they're talking about what's acceptable, what's not. And and she's she's saying that we should regulate air travel, like you can go, you have to apply if you want to go a certain place. So here, let's see if I can get this on.
1: Don't you care about the climate, Izzy?
0: Okay, here we go.
1: for example, So we would have to apply to have like approved events to be able to fly for. Well, that's one thing that you could look at doing. Am I allowed to go to Fiji? Is that necessary? In the current climate crisis, I don't think that that's necessary. When was the last time you were on a plane? Hmm. I'm not sure, maybe a few months ago, to be honest. Where'd you go? Fiji. <laughs> Izzy. <laughs> Izzy. Don't you care about the climate, Izzy? Of course I care about the climate. Not enough. You went to... <laughs> you went to Fiji. Izzy, come on, Maze. Are you Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious, Izzy? Well, are, are you still ironic. there? It is pretty ironic, but to be <laughs> honest, it's not really a trip that I wanted to go on, but I can't really get out of it. Because Why'd my you go? go? Why'd you because go? My parents wanted to go. Is he? Didn't want to go. How are you embarrassed that your parents did that to the planet and then forced you to do it as well? Of course I'm not embarrassed. Did you did have you a terrible visit? time?
3: Not
0: really. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's Izzy Cook, and it was just she's like, well, if you wanted to go to Fiji, you'd have to, you know, you shouldn't be going there. And then, like, the it was obviously a setup. And we need hard hitting stuff like that here on the edge of tomfoolery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to to yeah. get people. Oh, I thought we were getting there on the uh, episode two with the Queen. Um, oh yes but it 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 didn't seem to go so uh did we did we solve the uh, iPod debacle
5: uh well yeah well I I, I can show you a text to my wife and I said uh can you get Ethan and she said oh yep
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> so he hasn't re- he hasn't reappeared in the portal here so
0: we should be that, fine that's a good sign eh <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. Um, what time are we at here on the show, we are, uh, there, you know, what I wanted to talk about, um, and I, I think I got to play some, some, some nice music and let's just uh, play some Benson there. Um, when our family first moved to Ontario, um, we, we arrived, we knew our realtor and we knew one other family basically. And, uh, there was a, a pastor at the church who actually helped us move. His name was Bill Todd and he came and. He did something for our family that left a lasting impact. To him, it wasn't I, I. And he just passed away last week. That's why I'm bringing it up. But it was it was something that he did that left a lasting impression on our family. Like he didn't need to help us, but he welcomed us in. He I remember I was six years old at the time, and I remember I didn't really want to help unload our moving truck, but he was like giving me small stuff to and make jokes with me. Like here, take this puzzle. Can you? Uh, it was something little he did that left a lasting, lasting mark. And so I wanted to ask both of you guys, what is something that someone has done, albeit small, that it has left a lasting impression? And I'm, I'm getting you thinking this through, and, and I'll give you some examples. Um, you know, Bob and I have, have been through the process of people coming through uh, to to grieve our parents and come through the lineup. And I have, Heard story after story of stuff that my 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 dad did, my mom did, that they probably have no idea what they did left a, left a an imprint on them. And I guess I'm just trying to, you know, be serious a little bit here on the edge to talk about how we can do something that that's going to leave a mark, that's going to, you know, um, going to leave an impression on people. And and um, do you have any stories of something that someone's done that's just when you look back in your life you're like that is profound. And I'll just keep yakking until you just kind of pop in here. But uh, for me, I, when I went off to Bible school for the first time, I got to to Bible school and it was the first weekend there and I was alone. I didn't know anybody. And the Dean of Students, Earl Marshall, got me in trouble later. Like he, he, he called me to task and stuff. But the first weekend, he's like, hey, I noticed you're by yourself. Do you, would you like to come? I'm the chaplain for the London Tigers. Would you like to come to the game with me? Uh, And I'm like, and I don't know if he has any idea that what that did for me, it opened my eyes to sports chaplaincy and ministry. And, And now I've been in sports chaplaincy for 18, 19 years. And that's something that was profound, but it wasn't anything big that he did. Right. It was just reached out. Bob, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you have mm-hmm. any? You have any anything that that someone? You don't have to say the person's name, but just something that someone did to you, for you. That it was like whether it be a pastor or whether it be someone at church or a family member. I'm putting you on the spot here. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, Stevie, if you you don't have one, I'm going to call your brother-in-law Mark Hymas. Because uh, oh, hey. because I I did give him a heads up. That I was calling them last week, but we'll try it now. And you keep thinking of stories. Hello? Mark Hymas, Bruce, Bob, and Steve, you are on the edge of oh, tomfoolery. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Oh, are you? Are you excited <laughs> oh, about it? <laughs> I am super excited. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get it right out of the way. The Ottawa Senators were were defeated by the Toronto Marlies uh the other night and uh I mean what what are your prospects what do you how are you feeling about the Toronto Maple Leafs this year
3: you know I'm feeling pretty good I mean our goaltending's up in the air but I'm hoping and feeling that one of the two has to work out and in the grand scheme of things we can't be worse than the save percentage we had last year
0: that's true now, we just had Ben Sexton on the show. He was uh, on the bench last night between uh, Ottawa and Montreal, and uh, we, we tried to start a rumor that Marty St. Louis was trying to pick a fight with him, and we wanted to know if Ben was yipping back and forth at Marty. but uh, and I, I think he said something that DJ. could probably handle himself mm-hmm. when if it came down to Marty and DJ, what's the best hockey coach fight you've ever seen?
3: Best hockey coach fight I've ever seen. Oh, that's a good question. I thought you were going to say would Ben. You were going to ask me if Ben or Marty would win that fight. Oh, well, I'll <laughs> ask you that. Who do you think? Do you think Ben could take Marty? I, I think I take. I think I take Ben in that. I, yeah. you know, I've, yeah. I've been. I've been more close with Ben. He, he looks like a pretty ripped I think, guy. He, yeah, so he's, I think, he's very ripped. Uh, I, I, I think. I think I take Ben over Marty. That's yeah. good.
0: <laughs> uh, like best hockey coach fight, you have uh, who was it? Detroit, Detroit Red Wings and the Colorado. Well, the
3: De- yeah, the Detroit Colorado one. I think that's the one that comes to mind. I can't think of who they were, but that was pretty. That well, was pretty. Scotty crazy, Bowman.
0: You know? No.
3: I, I, who was I, You know, I don't remember. He's got to know. Is Yeah,
0: he's here.
5: Yeah, I, I was trying to remember. I mean, see, I be Scotty Bowman. I mean, that guy was old when he started. So, like, it's got to be someone. There's got to be some. It was some young bucks. Was it Cro? Crawf, was Crawford there? Was it? Oh Patrick yeah,
0: was I, it? Crawford.
3: Yeah, I think it's got to be. It yeah, would Mark Crawford, yeah. yeah but
0: who was the Detroit usually coach? If
5: usually if they're fighting, it involves someone from the Quinty or not. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> This is true. We, we, we love our Crawfords.
5: That's how we roll. That's how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you've been brought into it, Mark.
0: Like, yeah, oh, well, you're, you're Belleville now. <laughs> Belleville proud.
5: <laughs> the friendly city I'll be
0: honest. Yeah. Um, we, say, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead.
3: I was going to say, we, it, I said, in St. Thomas, we had like this like, semi-pro team for a while. And there was more fights in the stands, than I think, on the ice at times. So oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm kind of used to it.
0: Hey, speaking of St. Thomas, and aside from doing uh, yoga videos and stuff, what's what's Big Joe up to? Is he is he signed anywhere? Or? I saw him doing a I don't yoga think video. So.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. I I think retirement uh, next on on top, or he'll go to the Swiss. Like he loves playing in that Swiss league, and is, so I could see that. I think after last year not playing too much, I think retirement would be the thing uh, for him. Yeah.
0: Are you still looking? Are, are you looking up fights, there, Steve? Or are you just still talking yeah, to Jenny to try and locate who, Ethan? Who,
5: who, bloody West! No, no, <laughs> no. no e, Ethan has been Ethan has been reclaimed by his mother. E, Ethan made a
0: an appearance on the podcast he just kind of yeah. came in and he was quite excited to be on mm-hmm. the show wasn't yeah, he Yeah, he, he would
5: be more than happy to be on the show but, <laughs> yeah. well, it, was, it was Scotty Bowman
0: Scotty yeah. and Mark okay. yeah, that
5: makes sense. yeah 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 wow uh, speaking of yeah, coaches
0: yeah. this is not hockey but one of my favorite all time altercations was Pedro Martinez and <laughs> Don Zimmer I mean yeah. That's, yeah that's gotta be one of my favorites we, that's pretty classic we, we are talking serious stuff and i kind of may be giving you a heads up we're we're talking yeah. about how what is something that someone has done like something small or something that's just left a lasting impact whether it be a word of encouragement a gift or something yeah. that they did yeah. for you in ministry that's just kind of been like oh that's always stuck with you do you have any instances yeah. that you could share yeah i do you know in
3: some ways uh, when you first mentioned this to me i think had it was it was, uh, it's hard because I've, I've been encouraged a lot, to be honest. And I actually have a folder I keep of letters and stuff, oh, and cards cool. that people have given me. Yeah. Um, cause, uh, in the discouraging times, sometimes you need to go back to get to them. those.
0: Yep. Get them out and read but Yeah. Them.
3: But I, but I can think back to one specifically that has stayed with me. And it was this guy who was, you know, a retired, really successful businessman in St. Thomas. And he probably doesn't even remember saying that he wrote me a letter after I preached one and it was just he wanted into detail about what the name you know mark means and i you know the biblical the idea of being a messenger and just how you know speaking in like hey god's using you as a messenger it really encouraged me to, to continue to, to do that and so that has stuck with me um
4: That's forever
3: cool. since then right just on on desire of my desire what i want to do but just reminding me again of like the path and what god's got for me ahead and so that was a really, really neat one. You know, I didn't know the guy all that well and, and but with, you know, he was very, very well respected. Um, so to get that from him went a lot to me. Uh,
0: that's very, very cool. And I think the idea, yeah. you know, we want to encourage people wherever you're being prompted to, you know, if the spirit's talking to you to, to do something. Um, I know, I know this year when, when I legitimately had the COVID back at the beginning of the year, and uh, we were here kind of, uh, you know, quarantining in the house and this car arrived and I don't know who it was. And the dog started barking and the person knocked on the door and left a chocolate brownies. I think that's all that was in them. I'm pretty sure, but they yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, but they left them and they left. And I'm like, who was it? And I waved. Anyway, it was Ben Sexton's wife and she had, oh, wow. and it was something just, you know, it wasn't a, a big deal, but it, it meant so much to us. And, and, yeah. um, something else that, I, that, uh, stands out in my memory is, uh, and, and, the idea is i don't i don't think the people really realize how much it meant to us when my dad died um i i just h- picture karen osmond who is a neighbor of my parents walking down with a, th- a thing of soup and she didn't say anything she just came down dropped it off and left and and it i don't know what it was that that encouraged me so much but seeing her walk down with this big thing of soup for us um it it really it was putting caring and feet in motion and she just felt compelled to do it we had a whole bunch of people right around the time uh that my uh my dad died that people said you need anything you let us know we'll do it we'll need anything we'll do and they didn't um but here is someone that just said no i'm gonna do this and it really left a mark with me steve do you have any any things that stand out
5: oh yeah i mean there was there was an awesome guy uh in our church group a guy named nelson mcleod yeah and uh, when I was a kid trying to figure out life, um, and, and I, you know, and I, I, I don't know if people know this, but I, I wasn't exactly the most um, focused young man. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, and so i like, and my dad was just sort of like trying to get me any ideas about what to do with my life that, that didn't involve incarceration. <laughs> okay. so nelson, nelson decided that he mark's like mark, yeah mark knows but like uh nelson uh at That's that hilarious. point i think he just retired from the military and his job was he actually ran the flight simulator
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Awesome i remember that
5: flight simulator. that was like a military issue only like no one ever got to go in and check it out anyways uh he he called He talks to my dad and says hey you know let's let him let him come see this and just sort of open up his mind a bit to other things in life that that aren't that don't involve you know math and science and all that stuff that it's a you know very cool thing and so anyways he, he brought me in there and showed me that and it was just it was just one of those moments in my life I was like you know 15 14 15 something and just you know didn't have any use for anything that was in the adult world it was, just <laughs> a, it was one of those things to me yeah where, you know here's someone who actually cares enough to like show me a different side of what he does and what I could do, and so it was. It was a huge that was very community. cool. That's very yeah. Cool. It was all it was all about early awesome. computers, and so I got into computers a bunch because of a guy like that who was like, yeah. hey, "This is like this isn't all
0: just." He probably had no idea that about that, right? That that you no. got into that because of. You're, yeah
5: i know no i think he passed a few years after that and like i don't think you would have and I don't, i'm not sure i've ever told that story so it'd be oh fun. that is i love cool. that to get out there because that that sort of opening my eyes to this cool and back then like this was like this was not fancy computers like this was literally like punch cards you know, the, in the... the the cn tower was like straight up and in you know was, like, <laughs> yeah. we, flew, we flew through it on the simulator right yeah you know, those Things that, like yeah it was, oh yeah but it's huge for me
0: oh that is that's is very cool Bobby, yeah. anything to add to the program? Any any thoughts or?
4: Uh, I can think of a couple of different times yeah. uh, where I was involved in a, in a couple of dramas at the church, yeah, yeah. and the one I, I even wondered about it. I thought, does this really have anything to say or whatever? And uh, and uh, Steve's grandma, Nana Hannah, uh. wrote me a couple of notes, <laughs> and uh. she told me how much she appreciated and she thought there was a real message there, and encouraged me to you know keep doing it, and that meant a lot. I never forgot it. Did she ever send you,
0: did she ever send you me She was known for those
3: notes, wasn't she? She was, she was yeah. great, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I Everybody have. Everybody has those stories. That like,
0: Mark, you, you were saying you have a file folder, and, and I have, yeah. I had ones, the, the times in my life where I was low, and I had one that Nana wrote me, and it was just, yeah. she pumped my tires up pretty good mm-hmm. about ministry and why why I needed to keep doing what I needed to do, and and whenever i would feel low i'd pull this out and and uh, man she probably has no idea how much she encouraged mm-hmm. even the the four of us that are talking right here so mm-hmm. thanks yeah. for taking our call tonight mark
3: yeah no problem it's great to be a, great to be a part of it yeah good to have you what
5: did we all just right. become best friends yep <laughs> do you want to go do karate in the garage yep
0: well my encouragement to all of you that are listening in tonight this week, don't don't put aside something. Do something nice. It could be something little. Taking soup to someone, uh, doing a phone call. You know, uh, when someone has passed away, it's check in with their uh, kids, check in with uh, family just to see how they're doing. And, uh, oh, we lost Mark. He's he gone. Apparently, he didn't want to be part of the, the closing. The, <laughs> well, we could always get Ethan back. He'll always entertain us <laughs> For the Edge of Tom Foolery, my name is Bruce Mackey.
4: I'm Bob Morris.
5: I'm Ethan Height's father. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, folks. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week.